Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Welcome back again to what I've decided to call Cover to Cover with Chris Frangiola, uh, here with Alex once again. And we are, this this would technically be a third episode of this. We haven't released anything yet, but um, we're kind of getting there, where now they're going to start to be released. So I'd have to kind of get my shit together a little more because, um, you know, I, I have stories that I want to discuss. And then I get here and I kind of forget some of the stories I want to discuss. So we're going to try and make it fun, uh, pose questions. I feel like I'm going to pose a lot of questions. And then how would people respond to these questions? I don't know. But I guess Instagram is the best way to kind of just write me on Instagram. And I feel like I always see people's, you know, Instagram messages that, uh, that when they write to me. And I always respond. So that would be the best way if you start listening to this is to, you know, just contact me through Instagram and we can discuss all the ridiculous things that we'll talk about. Um, yeah, let's, so let's kind of rock and roll with this. We are in Los Angeles where, you know, as you've probably seen, there's been fires and craziness and all that, uh, stuff going on. I have a house in Malibu, which made it through, uh, on the uh, ocean side, thankfully. So that was all good. We were fine. Uh, but it was a crazy time. And then it became about, uh, you know, is it global warming? Is it climate change? Is it all these things that are causing all this stuff that's happening? I don't know where you stand on this, Alex, but you seem like one of those guys who's maybe thinks it's the government who's uh, doing this. So, you know, let's don't go too crazy. But uh, yeah, it's it's a wild time. And then I read the story about this whale that was found in the ocean, you know, a whale had died last week or whatever, and they're washed up on shore and they cut it open and it was just filled. And I've seen this before, not with a whale, but with other type of fish where they're just filled with plastic. They're, you know, their, their stomachs are just, they eat, I guess they see shiny shit and they eat it and not knowing it's plastic and they die from it, I guess, but it's so filled with plastic. So the whole world is fucked up. If you tend to like, look at this shit, whether it be, which I believe calling it global warming was the worst thing that Al Gore, whoever decided to name it global warming, could have done because now everyone, the moment it becomes, you know, 14 degrees in November, of course, this happened last week. Donald Trump says, ah, you see what I mean? There's no global warming. It's the coldest Thanksgiving day ever. And, but that's part of the problem. They should have called it climate change and then it all would have been a, you know, whole other thing. But something's up. 
I have to say, even just from, I, I'm not a scientist, I know nothing, but living in Los Angeles, it was net, like walk outside now, it's 90 degrees, it's late November, and it just wasn't like that, it's just fucking weird, man. I grew up on a lake on Long Island, and uh, Lake Ronkonkoma, and it used to freeze solid, solid, solid every every winter, every winter without fail, you'd be able to drive a car on it, that's how much it would freeze. This lake has not frozen in 15 years, and that's weird. So anyway, so now that they had, they came out with a climate report last week that is just dire, if you read it. It's crazy. I mean, it's just like, by, by 2100, we'll all be fucked bad. I'll be dead. So do I care? Here's what I've decided. I can't care anymore. I just can't. I walk to get to this podcast studio over 15 homeless people sleeping on the sidewalks, whether they've, whether, you know, they, this is, you know, they do this to themselves, whether they're drug addicts or they've had a good life and they just, you know, people who, or I also think, so then I get mad. I'm like, well, this fucking guy probably had a good life and he did this shit to himself. But then again, I think maybe the guy's had a shit life. Maybe, you know, maybe he's fucking been molested by his parents or shit like that, which I never had. So thank God. But if you if you have a shit life like that, you have to get out of your house. You have to go. And f- there's no option. You can't go. I had a good fucking life. I was able to go to my bedroom and it was nice and decent people. But some of these people don't have that. So I have to try and be somewhat, you know, sympathetic to uh, to what I see out there. But I can't, I have to, I have to just put on blinders and say, Maybe we're just getting old. I have. I, I doesn't. I can't change this shit. I can't change climate change. I can't change homelessness. I can't change any of this shit. So fuck it. I live in a pretty good neighborhood. I have to just say, you know, maybe maybe this is all I can do. Okay, so I have a question for you. Go ahead. Oh, no, you're gonna get no, into no, some no, climate no, change. no, no, no. I don't want to get no, no. If you don't know Alex, he's a young, handsome kid who's got the world at his feet, <laughs> and uh, and he could go out. You know, so he's probably got these beliefs, and he's a smart guy, so he probably reads this shit. And I don't know. Maybe, maybe there is, but you have to admit something's up, no, right? I, entirely, and I have no belief on it. You know, what's funny is I actually think it's. The the world is like they're starting to find that scientifically, like they're looking back thousands of years, and it's always been in flux. And is there like have we definitely affected it? Yeah, yeah, probably a little bit, like definitely. But um, there was a girl on Thanksgiving, one of my friends, like crazy girlfriend, and she started going in on someone about climate change. And my response was, look, I'm going to be honest. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm pretty sure you don't know what you're talking about either. Uh, agreed. I, think, I, I don't think, think a lot of people do, yeah. but. There are people who do, like there are scientists who wrote this recent climate change, uh, you know, uh, report. And I, I would hope they know more than I do. And, but, okay, so let's say we're all stupid and we don't know nothing. Okay, so explain a lake not freezing that used to freeze 15 years ago every single year without fail, that it doesn't anymore. You know, explain um, that... I I haven't seen. I mean, I've been living in Los Angeles a long time. The fires n- are now every every year, year every yeah, year, almost two every year, two. Yeah, two two year yeah. now. Every year, you just know when that wind starts blowing and we feel that Santa Ana heat. You know, oh shit, Malibu's gone or wherever the ever these dry you know places are are gone. Um, and then of course on the East Coast, it's it's the hurricanes. 
that now it's every there's three or four now. There's, there was one that hit there's, you know Carolinas and then Florida and then New Orleans. So I mean, is that just is that just a coincidence or is it like you said ebb and flow or whatever? This is not a road I wanted to go down, but because I know people who listen to podcasts and especially people who probably listen to this one will be like juicy school people and they hate this shit. But um, well, I they, was going to ask, how's your like what what is how's your community looking? As someone, do you know much about what's going on up there? Do you live up there? Or do you just have a like a vacation? Almost? No, no, uh, I live out there pretty much all uh, summer long okay. in Malibu. Uh, you know, and, and I'll say this: it the apartment complex that I that I have my place in is. 50 years old, 60 years old. So it's been through many. Mm -hmm. um, and it's always survived because it's on the other side of Pacific Coast Highway. It's on the ocean side. So if if the, the fire has never jumped Pacific Coast Highway on the ocean side yet, um, this one kind of came close a little bit, but it was up further, like toward Pepperdine and stuff. So it didn't really come down. Is but that if it, why they took the animals over there? There's something about yeah, animals. Yeah, that was up in the uh, Malibu yeah. wine, winery. Yeah. They have uh, a, like a kind of a zoo up there. Uh. So I guess, uh, and they're up in the mountain. They're up, they're up there, and there's no way out. Like if you if the, if a fire starts sweeping through there, you're fucked. You can't go through the into the valley. You can't come down. You know into Malibu. So you're screwed, which I think happened to a lot of those people in that uh, paradise city, uh, paradise up, up Northern California. You, there's just no way out, man. That shit was just moving so quick. Anyway, it's a fucking hopeless situation, but uh, I, I feel like every day it's, and here I'm just, the homelessness, I can't, I've never seen anything quite like it. It's, it's, it's seems to get worse every day. And now I'm reading these articles about housing in not only Los Angeles, forget Los Angeles. It's so fucking expensive. It's ridiculous. I mean, I believe Alex, you live in your car, right? Yes, sir. And this is Alex, a fucking capable guy who, and has to live in his car because this city, uh, I mean, I guess it's $2,000 a month for anything for a shit fucking closet is $2,000 a month, which is crazy, but that's Los Angeles. Now take Arkansas and the Dakotas and all of this. There was an article yesterday that said it's all the rents are too high. If you if you get to make a minimum wage and you compare your minimum wage to what you have to pay for rent, you can't afford to live in any city in America on minimum wage, which is fucking crazy. Like we're shooting ourselves in the foot time and time and time again. And I guess it's just a rich person's world. If you're rich and many people are, it's fucking great. You know, it, it's a great place to be. And even some people just have good lives. They're not rich, but they're able to afford a fucking big screen TV and their rent and, you know, a dinner once a month and a fucking movie or whatever the case may be. And for those people, everything's fine. But if you're anything below that, if you're working at the gap, I don't know how you fucking do it. I really don't struggle, you struggle. Gotta, you gotta have a, you got to outwork it. That's the hard but part. But here's the thing. And I, do, can you even struggle anymore? Like we struggle. My family didn't have any money. My father was an electrician. My mother was like worked in a doctor's office. I mean, but I didn't know we were, we were, we didn't have any money. We, we, I grew up around cops and firefighters. Nobody had any money. So I guess everybody struggled if there was one thing, but we were all protected by unions and good, you know, insurance and things like that. So if something did happen, people were protected by, because of there were cops and firefighters belonging to now all that shit's going away. Fuck these people, working people, da, 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 da. And it's just crazy that now, 
you, everyone has to, like, have you ever went to buy health insurance on your own outside of, I've, I've fortunately have been lucky to be covered under the Writers Guild for many years, which is a great insurance. Uh, but if you had to go buy it on your own and I'm a healthy guy, uh, it's, for, the price is ridiculous. It's $1,200 a month, you know, for, for just nothing to be covered by nothing. Mm-hmm. So there's not, nobody could, nobody, nobody could afford that. Well, and I think it's almost at the point where it's no longer really insurance. It's almost just like, uh, just like let's throw all the services into a bucket and we'll give as many, like, we'll do what we can. I just feel like with housing, it's the same thing with, it's just, I think, I think our economy is not what it used to be. And we're starting to slowly start to actually see the effects on all fronts, housing, healthcare, everything. And a lot of people are going, oh shit, but my parents had this stuff. Why don't I? And it's like, well, you never were guaranteed it. And you got to kind of. But is it also like, can you, because if you look at the arguments underneath this article I was reading, there was, you know, people can comment now, which is amazing. And everyone can have an opinion, which is good, I guess, in a way. So I read this article about, about, you know, people not being able to afford rents. And then, of course, underneath is everyone's saying, I do fine. I don't make any, I work at the Gap and I'm able to live fine in Nashville, Tennessee, or blah, 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 or these places, which are perfectly fine cities. Now, so. Are we to blame for moving to like Los Angeles? Well, or New York. It's like, hey, if you can't afford fucking Los Angeles, then don't live in Los Angeles. I know plenty of guys who have moved away and are able to do fine when the rent is $900 a month and not, you know, $2,900 a month. And they're able, and they can, they can live a life. So we can sit here and, and, you know, and cry about it, but you're living in Los Angeles. So Fucking, that's that's the price to pay, and I honestly, that's the price of climate. That's the price of ninety degree. That's the December's. Pr- I guess yeah, yeah. I get that's the price of walking outside and never really freezing your ass off. It's a, you know it's just gorgeous. Like where I lived today, I walked out this morning, and I always think to myself, well, get the fuck out of this city. It's just it's fall. It's rotting every day. Yeah, every day, every day. Every day I say to myself, <laughs> like day. it it's just getting worse. The traffic. The everything, and I like Los Angeles, I really do. But then you walk out, and it's seventy-two degrees in the morning, and it's just fucking gorgeous. I could sit in my backyard and drink coffee, and it's just nice. But if you don't have a backyard to sit in and drink coffee, why right. are you here? Like, if you're not actively pursuing something only to Los Angeles, I don't understand why you'd even try. I, you know, I'm on the road a ton, and I go to these cities, and I'm like, this seems like a perfectly For, nice, nice life to, to me. Yeah. Oh my god, like Chattanooga, Tennessee is a fucking beautiful city that is reasonably priced. You could probably make a good living there working wherever, working in Home Depot, you could lit you could have a good life in in Chattanooga, Tennessee. And it's you, you know people Chattanooga fucking you know hillbilly blah blah blah. Mm. Not at all. It's no. far from that. No. They got as hip and cool bars and scene as anywhere else. Boise. Like, it's the coolest, but like the, all of that shit. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. these places. You've yeah. seen it. You great. see it. Yeah, yeah, it's great cities. The only, my only beef with a lot of these cities is you might get a, like on a Tuesday night. There's nothing fucking going. I mean, you. I was just in Toledo, Ohio. Toledo, Ohio on a on a Wednesday at eight o'clock. There's not a car on the road. It's it's fucking oh, scary. Amazing. I know. I know. <laughs> it is kind of amazing. But the, you know, because then you're like, just go to bed, and yeah. you're like, hey, you know, what's wrong with that? Sounds, sounds good. Yeah. You know. But you and I, like, hey, here in Los Angeles, you get you you know, eleven o'clock. You guys, I mean, you're, you're you're younger on the scene than I am. You're like heading out to do sets at eleven p.m. I'm like, those were the I did it. You know, we did it. Mm. But that's you would never do that in those cities. So. Mm. 
Maybe that's that. I don't know. Anyway, where where do you stand on all this shit? You're you know you're in it. I um I think just to tie a couple of the things we were talking about, whether it be homelessness or you know climate change that causes yeah. Disaster, I think just like get off the phone and back into your community. Hand the guy a dollar. Help your you know the firefighters right. and all that. If you have you know, 20 extra bucks, throw it at someone, you know, who needs it and try to try to water your own garden. And but quit. does that work? Like, I feel I, like it does. Yeah. yeah like I for mean, instance, right now, but no, maybe not in LA behind but, this building, yeah. this parking lot that you park in right here, there are three guys sleeping behind these like bushes, you know, three, three adult men sleeping well, right now. One right of them's now. lived here probably for 10 years. Oh yeah. He's set up. He, yeah. He's no going nowhere. Yeah. So, I mean, I just don't know if giving that guy a buck it does oh, no. anything. I, and I'm not saying the homeless. What I'm, I mean, I guess you could throw that guy. I mean, you can get that guy to his next meal, but it's up to him to get out of right. his situation. You can help them to. You can help them grind through a bad situation, but you can't lift them out of it. Someone's got to make the decision to lift themselves out of it. Yeah. But I think smaller community like your Chattanoogas and stuff. The, I think those places you definitely can a couple people looking out for you know. Hey, hey, the Smiths down the block lost their job. If totally. We throw them 20 bucks a week. And they I can think eat. it happens, you know, and, but in the Chattanooga, it's stuff like, no, oh, man, no, 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 no. We don't know each other here. No. You know, we're, 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 we live in cars and we live in, and listen, I'm as guilty of it as anybody. I don't, yeah. I don't talk to my fucking neighbors. Mm -hmm. I, I, I actually find it to be like, sometimes they'll come over when They're I'm too crazy. When, when I'm, yeah. Like I don't <laughs> want to, don't bother me. Yeah. And, and when I lived in an apartment complex, God, I lived in this, I just moved from the apartment in Studio City to a house and I didn't talk to anyone in that complex for 10 years. I didn't know anybody. Yeah. And then sometimes I go to complexes where people know each other and talk about, like, mm, this is, mm. I wouldn't, I don't want that. Once I shut my door, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. No, I concur with that. But no, I just think that you can, uh, that I use the term water your own garden, try to help the people around you and do what you can. Right. And, you know, but like, yeah, I, as far as how I feel on Los Angeles, just um, like if, or, or I, I don't know. It's you it's, hippie motherfucker. Yeah, yeah man. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, and it's, I, I think that we have to decide to help people. Right. I don't think that we should be, you know, made to help people, but you know, there are, if, if you haven't been to Los Angeles, there are people who have, their tents are cleaner than your houses. They are, they sweep their sidewalk, their home. I, there's a guy yeah. sleeping on the structure. I don't see a lot of that, but. Uh, there's a guy sleeping on the structure at where Red O used to be across from the Empire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple guys. Now, this is a very fancy part of town yeah, ve on like, Melrose Avenue. And that's why all the places are going out of business because no yeah. one can afford rent. Right. But uh, this restaurant institution in California goes out. Uh, they have a nice little patio area. There are three guys living in their old shade area. There's a guy who sweeps the sidewalk there wow. every morning. And I'm like, how did you get, like, if you're the kind of guy who sweeps up his front yard, how do you not have a front yard? I mean, like, yeah, it's I know, crazy. I know people have filthy houses and I'm like, oh, this guy would actually take. But care then of again, it, I blame us for coming to Los Angeles. Like I blame we were all searching to be it's a gamble. famous and, you know, and on television. And that's why everybody came here. Whether you say you did or you didn't, that's the fucking reason you came here. And we all want to be on TV. So for that reason, there's an outside chance you might have to live in a tent on the sidewalk or in your car or whatever, because th these are the prices you have to pay to try and follow this dream or whatever. But that didn't used to be the case. Well, when I came here, it was an affordable city where you could 
chase after what you wanted to chase after. Meanwhile, making dirt fucking no money, but you had a good life. You could live in a, an apartment for, you know, $600 less even. I, I will tell if you know any LA based entertainers who had to struggle and grow in Los Angeles, there's probably at least two months of their life. They slept in a car. I it's, I, it's a very common. So I would say don't always pity the homeless. Cause a lot of them are, you know, they're, they made that. Oh, I don't pity. Know. As a matter of fact, yeah. I, I, I feel, I feel bad that I don't pity. I get angry. No, like, I, say I, don't. I wish, I wish I was a better person that was, that pitied people. I get angry. I see some of them. I'm like, well, you put yourself in this fucking, but I, and then I have to say that maybe, you know, they just didn't have the life I had and whatever. Who knows? Anyway, this is not, I wanted to have a fun podcast and now I go down this shit. These are the things I think about as I drive from <laughs> where I live, which is a nice-ish area to Koreatown, which we shoot this. You go through some- Do you go through culture shock as you drive? You, go, you do. And you go through like- how did we get here in this? I believe Los Angeles let lets shit go too far. Yes. They, mm-hmm. they, and no other cities do that. Like, for instance, Hollywood Boulevard, Venice, Be- yeah. Venice Beach. I'll give you Venice Beach, give you Hollywood Boulevard, give you downtown Los Angeles. These are three places that are huge here in the city of Los Angeles to the city for tourism and for whatever else. We have let all three of them go to complete shit. All three of them. We watched Hollywood Boulevard go to complete shit. We watched Venice Beach go to complete shit. And we watched downtown go to complete shit. Now, in some cases, downtown's starting to come back a little bit, but not enough. But we shouldn't have never let it get to the point it got. New York didn't let it happen. Chicago doesn't let it happen. None of these other cities let it happen. They don't let their shit rot. We let our shit rot. And then we try and fix it 20 years later, which we're trying to do to downtown now. Yet Hollywood Boulevard's still rotting. Venice Beach is still rotting. Well, around then, Venice, around Venice has become nice. The, now the homes are million dollar homes or whatever. The actual boardwalk of Venice Beach. If you were an, if you were a person coming from another city and said, "Oh my God, let's go to Venice Beach," you'd be sickened by the fuck. It's it's fucking gross. Mm-hmm. And you would go back to your city and you'd say, "Fuck Los Angeles, it's a shithole." I'm going next time I go on on uh, you know vacation. I'm going to Miami, wherever. Who knows? I don't know wherever. But you wouldn't come back here. So now you just lost that fucking dime that you get for from tourism. I don't know if that's our you know if that's a thing we do here anymore is tourism. But and I think that it sucks like you got to Hollywood Boulevard needs to be celebrated as Hollywood Boulevard. Listen, it's fucking stupid looking at the stars on the wa- on the sidewalk and the handprints in in the in the cement. But people come from all over the world to do it. You can't let it fucking rot the way you have it's it's funny too is once you let it get there the power struggle to get it back to to zero so i produce a show down there uh well i help produce a show down right. there every wednesday i'll be there right after this i'm usually there over 12 hours on wednesdays barking on the street trying, on hollywood boulevard yeah but like literally right next to the donald trump star trying to get yeah. people to walk up four flights of stairs to go see a comedy show and buy a five dollar drink and I've dealt with homeless people threatening me. I mean, I've oh. been I've been on this crew for almost over a year now. The amount of stuff you see, but you know what else is crazy is I see cops down there are relentless because they need to just try to keep like if you're if you have an open container on Hollywood Boulevard, you will be like I've seen people get like arrested like it's like forcefully like SWAT kind of like just rush in what's in your hand you know they are trying to keep up this almost image of you know like we got this under control but right. they don't it's but the problem is it's not 
that good. They should, but it it's it's the store. Like I don't know if they have long leases or whatever, but it's like wig shops. You know, yeah. like shitty wig How shops. How do they and do it? I I have no idea. It's it's like you know like like fucking hoochie dress shops and shit. Still, like that's that should be fucking Prada and 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 you know Banana Republic. Not that that's a, but you know what I mean. And, and open air eating places. I see them in other cities. I see the way these other cities. But, do this but it's funny is like the phenomenon we're talking go about. go to scottsdale look at how fucking scottsdale does it do it like that but isn't it kind of funny now that we shame gentrification but you're like no that's just an area getting better and building wealth i don't shame gentrification no, i say bring it on yeah. when i see a starbucks go up in a neighborhood i'm like thank fucking yeah. god because that's oh, the beginning of a turnaround it's coming back to life yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. right yeah, no, and it's it's funny is there's almost this like shame on like if you get a Silver Lake there's like a you know shame on the gentrification around here. You're pushing people out of their homes, and it's like no, you're building a city's right. economy, and if they can't hang, sorry. And that sounds mean. I get it, but uh, but in a way, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, uh, uh, but then move out like where I I'm I'm at fucking Van Nuys. But you know, listen, Van Nuys is 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 affordable in not even it's not even affordable but <laughs> but in los angeles that's where you got to go and i fucking love it i mean it's it's coming up now because people like me and all other like tv writers and shit are going out there and it's turning it around like they're opening coffee shops and they're opening hip restaurants and next thing you know it'll be what silver when when i moved to los angeles you wouldn't fucking go into silver lake you take your life in your hands mm -hmm. now it's fucking it's it's ridiculous so I mean, and, and it's, it's cool. It's fun to cool be there. Cool and yeah. good and whatever. Anyway, whatever. My next thing, I, let's let's completely get off this because we'll go. I'll go down this road forever. Yeah. Next thing I want to talk about is something I just recently read about, and I see them when I go on the road in hotels. I see a lot of like conventions of all sorts. Now, Comic Con's the big one, of course. We all know Comic Con where everyone puts on an outfit and goes and celebrates a weekend of whatever it is. It's, it used to be comic books. Now it seems to be everything. Uh, but there's smaller ones. I re I was at, I was in Chicago about a year ago and in my hotel was a Godzilla convention. Godzilla. We all know Godzilla from when we were kids and then they remade it a bunch of times. Okay. There was a Godzilla convention. You figure how many people are that into Godzilla they would go to a convention? Maybe a hundred. There were 25,000 people at this Godzilla convention. It, I mean, it was ridiculous. In Godzilla costumes, and they were Godzilla everything, you name it. A whole weekend freaking out about Godzilla. Then I go to another city, another hotel I'm in. This is in Dallas. There's uh, like, not furries. I don't want to say furries because that's like a sexual shit. These people were all dressed up in like furry type outfits, but- Cosplay? Okay, maybe that's yeah, what it was, yeah. cosplay, which means costume play, right? Yeah. Now, is that also a sexual thing? For those people, if you're about the cosplay life, you you if you like but, if you like cosplay in the streets, you like cosplay in the sheets, but it doesn't <laughs> have to be. All right, all right. <laughs> but but I also think that like there were young people in I mean youngish. I mean they were of age, you know, but are 18 year old kids putting on those outfits and fucking each other? Uh, I mean, yeah, they're, yeah. Okay. Happens. So this, so now I want to know, am I wrong? Cause I think it, I look at it and I'm like, this is ridiculous. You should be out there. I mean, work harder on something. But then again, also I, I think, you know what? Why begrudge these people of a fuck? I mean, they have more passion for this shit than I have for anything. Like I would never fly to a city to c celebrate a movie from 30 years ago. 
uh, or, or anything for that matter. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a New York Mets fan. I wouldn't go to like a Mets camp. I don't give a shit that much about it. So I, I almost sometimes when I look at it, I'm like, you know what? Good for them. They found something that they're into and that should be, that's a good thing. Or, or are they just fucking crazy? Well, I mean, expecting us to all play along gets a little old. Have you ever heard any of the stories about like them setting up litter boxes for people to pee in? It's <laughs> like, that's too much. I know. But, but, but if they're doing it like in their convention world. But you said you were saying they should find something else somewhere else to put that work. If you can afford like a really dope, like a really expensive furry no, costume I just, and a four hundred dollar pass to yeah, furry con. Because it's a, it's expensive. Then, you, then you're then you're you're spending your like you could drive a, a car that's three hundred dollars more a month than the one you drive, but right. you're spending that money on furry stuff. And for that I can't like Yeah, it's it's you say it's good. I mean it's more if it's if it's if it's an industry, it's good. Also I now say you are a furry or an older guy's into like My Little Pony was another one. They have a that they have got like sexual brony, and weird. That was pony. weird. They just had it. I think yeah. it, they, that pony one mm. where they t- they they literally these are ten thousand people. We're not talking ten guys who are no. into My Little Pony. Yeah. We're talking ten thousand fucking people who, all over the world who are into this crazy shit. Now, somewhere along the line, you were these are adult men and women in their twenties, thirties, whatever. Somewhere along the line, you got to realize, hey man, you're watching this cartoon, you're watching My Little Pony, and you're like, this is, I'm, this is, I'm getting this, this is turning me on, like that. When do you realize? Because I'm now. Let me just say right up front, I could, you know, I've had my fair share of fun in in the in the dirty sex world of like back when I was, you know, going on the road and doing all sorts of shit in hotel rooms with girls and stuff, and it was great. But I've always been kind of like a fucking bore when it comes to like. You know, sex, straight shooters, as they say, you know, no threesomes, nothing like that. No, no, nothing too crazy. Certainly nothing brony-ish, certainly nothing shit on my chest, none of that shit. But there are people- You haven't had your chest shit on? (laughs) No, no, I have not. I I haven't lived. But uh, now let me say this. If you, there's got to be a time where you're in, you got, you realize, hey, I'm into shit, shit, shit. Let's not even go with shit, shit. Let's go with, you know, like cosplay. Like I'm into that. There's got to be a point where you're like, oh shit, I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna fucking put on with this costume, and I'm. So when do you get to the point where you realize, all right, now I'm full in. I'm full in cosplay person. And also, when do you spring it on your significant other? Because that's got to be something you. I you, think you I have think to you start with the nurse costume, and then after nurse is cool, you go. All right, do you want to be a squirrel next? <laughs> okay, so, so gotta, but even 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 like getting it to the point where it's just discussing costumes, I think it's like, oh shit, really? Like I've had a long day, man. I, now I got to put on a fucking costume for you. I think those people. I think there are some people who have a lot more energy to put towards sex, and yeah. if. Yeah, man, if, if you're willing to spend the money on a cool costume, like well, everyone's talking about jobs disappearing, there's right. a girl out there making furry costumes and selling them for a grand a pop, and if she's if she's eating because you, you like some weird stuff, right. I'm down for it, man. I know. <laughs> and, all right. All right. So you now you are not into any of that weird shit? Are, no. Are you I'm, like a chest I'm, I'm a vanilla guy. No, I'm yeah. very vanilla. I'll, yeah, I'll do too. the occasional shit, ch- chest shit, you know, the occasional. No, you won't. No, I, yeah, I won't. That's, a, that's no. a weird one. I don't know no. who should play. That, that, uh, that is a weird one but 
I'll I'm say so- I'll say that there are times like when uh, you know you go on like you porn or whatever, and you'll see like it's like a trans porn where you don't know it at first, and then they pan down and you see and you're like trickery. Eh, f- and but yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh fuck it, let it play out. Like I, yeah. so that is about as about as uh, not now that would be not as not deviate. That's the wrong word because they're they're people like everyone else. You know they you'll, gotta. You'll watch it from the privacy of your own home and then tell a bunch of people on a podcast. About sure, you're a, you're a yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't have any problem with that kind of stuff. I'm just curious. I'm these now. Here's where we get to the point where we pose questions. So if you are one of these types, write me on Instagram or Alex for that matter, and 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 say. Hey, here's how I did it. Here's how I got into it. Here's when I realized I was one of these people. And I realized at 12 or I realized at fucking 22. And I, I told my wife or a boyfriend. And, and next thing you know, we're, we're full on. We're going to the city where they're having the convention. And we're walking around the hotel lobby. This is the middle of the day. And these people find each other. Like there's 10,000 of them. So they must go on something and go, hey, man, I'm into Godzilla. Are you? Yes. Oh, thank God. I found another Godzilla lover. Man. You know? It's it's really no different that like, so I worked in conventions for years. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And, and I've seen, I mean, like there's the boring medical sales, but there's like, you know, ED, so uh, EDC in Las Vegas, before EDC, there's an electric. Now what is EDC? EDC is the electric, electric daisy, daisy carnival. carnival. Okay, that's where yes, all the yes, kids yes, go. Yes, and yes. that's some furry shit. That's, those are the people who get No, weird. but those kids are also, they're like, that's like a fun Yeah, but weekend. that's a, well, and it's a thing. It's, it's the new thing. It's no different than Woodstock was for, or, for or, or what past. spring break used to be I, don't, yeah. I think spring break is kind of dead now mm. but it used to be go to fort lauderdale well, now they go to raves twice a month and it's like they get 24 spring breaks a year how good i know is that? that is weird like That's- i god i used to we me and my friends like spring break is that the proper english we spring break up until like we were like 35 yeah. <laughs> we were like still going well to imagine break. imagine doing two of those a month like yeah but no i worked in conventions for years and there are tons of like you know, there are plenty of like-minded people, but EDM biz happens right before Electric Daisy Carnival, and it's the business side of electric dance music. Right, and it's put on by the same people. And these, so electric dance music would be would be that thing out uh, Burning Man. That's all considered that mm-hmm. s- s- situation. Yeah, which I guess is another thing where I'm well, like, that's the music of EDC, but it's it's all the it's the industry a week prior to EDC getting together. And now, saying, isn't this once again all of this weirdly tied? If you really broke it down to some sort of sexual shit, you know, like, isn't it just basically ultimately kind of a hookup situation? Like, hey, man, maybe I'll hook up at, at EDC this year. I think for but, young people, every situation. That's what I'm hook. saying. Yeah, 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 Good. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. for me. Yeah. I remember anything we did. We're going, not allowed to say it anymore, but it is. Right. Mean, yeah. E- going e- to so Even anything. starting a blog, you're hoping someone will be like, hey, I really love your <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and we're like, all just trying to right, show our worth to, right, to right. suitors. Yeah. At, when you're 23, going on vacation or going to Vegas or going anywhere is is the hope of hooking up is is the driving force yeah behind all mm. of, i believe it's the driving force behind behind uh you know the burning man i believe it's coachella putting like, on a clean shirt like that, it's the, all of it yeah. and now because we are swiping from our couch i feel like that the hookup generation is slowly dwindling and I think it's a bad thing. We've made it too easy. We've made that, it too easy yeah. and nobody has to try anymore. And going out, putting on a fucking shirt, like you said, putting on some cologne and going out to a bar, uh, uh, 
to, on a Friday night it to works hook up. Really, it well. was the greatest thing in the world. Putting on whatever song was hot, you know that that weekend, you know whatever hot fucking Black Eyed Peas song came out, and then you would go doll yourself up to go out to some hookup bar. It was the greatest. I don't think it happened. Maybe I'm just old and don't see it happening anymore, but I don't think it happens anymore. I, I think it's, it's so much so that I just read that a lot of companies, we're currently in the Christmas season, holiday season, a lot of companies are no longer having Christmas parties this year because of the Me Too. too it's too sensitive right now because if they have the Christmas party in their large corporation and somebody gets out of hand at the Christmas party, you know, they could be sued or whatever. So we can't have Christmas parties. Which is, I guess, but is it? Are we at the point where men or or women, who knows, are that out of control? They can't fucking control themselves at a Christmas party. Like you can't have a couple of drinks and not fucking be lecherous towards your coworker. I um, I think it's uh, I, I think it's just that. I think it's when you focus on it, like when you when it when all you have is a hammer, the the old like everything's in it. I think everyone is so in their own state of like, I've got to be appropriate in the workplace that it, that people are overthinking it. Yeah. And then you like touch someone's shoulder and they're like, he touched my shoulder. It's like, well, like, right. You know, 20 years ago, dude would smack your ass and that was wrong. Yeah. But like, at what point do we have to say, okay, touching your shoulder, like, chill out. Like, if, if we're going to do work together, if we're on, like, if you work in writer's rooms, yeah. if you had no level of intimacy with those people, you could never be productive. Well, it's amazing. I wonder how writer's rooms, I, I actually start a new show uh, in a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. And writer's rooms, to me, I've never seen anything quite like it. And it's so fun and freeing that you're able to basically say anything and there are no... There are no rules. And it was, and I know there was that weird thing a couple of years ago with the friends writer, <clears throat> the female writer of friends who said that she felt that it was getting too much. And I, and I, and I totally can see how that could happen. But as a guy who was on Chelsea lately for like nine years, eight years, whatever, with equal parts, men and women, some gay men, some gay, no, no gay, gay, gay women, uh, straight men, straight women, but same five and five, I think there were five of each of us, uh, I mean, the things we would say to each other were 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 unbelievable, and and we had a blast, loved it. I mean, nothing was off limits. I just I just don't know if we could do that anymore. What if we did this? What if every? What if we kind of did a thing where we called we had class A workplaces and class B workplaces. Class A, if you get offended easily, that's where you should go. Right. And class B, like you, if if some you, it should be on. But do you also think that if when you say offended easily, do you think that's also a, like a. At, at being a decent guy who's not a fucking jerk, I feel sometimes when you say you're offended easily, that's like just a jerk's excuse. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, you want to, but the but the thing is, is that's where the like nowadays instead of like you're right, but at some point you have to stay. A jerk is going to be a jerk until he's checked. So someone in the office has to go, hey man, you know you're making people a little uncomfortable with that shit. Right. Why don't you just Cut that part. Like, we love you, dude, but cut that part out. Right, but that's always weird to put people in that situation. Yeah, but, I mean, I, we've been running from the weird social interaction so much that now we're in a hookup culture that's based on swipes. Like, no, right. I mean, at some point you have to say, like, hey, dude, I don't like, 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 so... This is weird, but my thing is I like to give people dry willies instead of a wet willy. I just fuck with my coworkers and I'll give them dry willies. Okay. And like my, I work with one of my best friends. If I walk by, he smacks my, we don't care. Sure. Um, but sometimes I'll do it and like people be like, Ooh, stop. And I'll just say, do you really want me to stop? Like, yeah, we can have that kind of a relationship if you want, but just know like, right. 
You sound like a sick fucking pervert. I know. And yeah. it's, and, but I feel like a wet willy's creepy. A dry willy's just like, you know. Wet willy's like, gross. That's I like know. spit. That's why it? I dry willy, dude. Yeah. Sometimes okay. I get wax. I'm the one who really gets hurt here. Yeah. But, um, and you know, it's just like I have, fr- you're, you know, like kind of slap boxing or, you know, stuff right. like that. Like you're choosing to partake in a physical interaction with someone, whether it's a couple dudes throwing slaps at each other or it's, you know, um, Do you feel you can handle your shit at a Christmas party? If you had a company Christmas party, are you able to handle your shit? Uh, sexually, definitely. Sure, whatever. Definitely. But I mean, you okay? As a guy who worked in conventions for many mm-hmm. years, that there's no more hookup place than like those. Oh, that no is matter, the meeting planners are a meeting yeah. conventions are a gerbil cage. If you send if your husband or wife, no matter goes, what the business, yeah, no, yeah. it doesn't matter. Right. It doesn't matter. Uh, you'd be surprised how many people slide. I've seen slide their ring off. Like, oh yeah. You know, and it, and it's, and, and that's the thing is if you're, if you're going to Vegas f- for a convent, like that's like going to a golf tournament in Gamora or so, you know, it's yeah. like, that's where the heathens are. Why are you trying to have business? Like that's kind of part of it. Sure, sure. You know, there are some people who are like, Nashville, I don't want to go. Vegas, oh, yeah, we're doing yeah. business. In Ve- and that's just some, that's how some people like to roll, you know? All right. Well, I mean, hey, look, I'm glad people are still out there hooking up. I think it's more power to it. Uh, on to our next story, which I read. Which Real quick, fa- did you go want, ahead. Did you want to do 40 or an hour? I'm sorry. What are we on to now? We're at 39 right now. Oh, okay. Let's go, well, let's go for, mm-hmm. let's go for one more. Cool. We'll, we'll so, knock out one more because I thought it was an interesting story that could, that we could, uh, riff on because it, it was a story that I guess happened about a year ago, but they just released a video of it. Okay. It was about a guy, maybe you saw it about a guy who was doing one of those gender reveal situations that now we see all over, uh, social media on Instagram and Facebook and all of these things where they so, so it's a gender reveal. What they'll do is they'll come up with an interesting, fun way. Familiar with this gender yeah. reveal? Okay. Yes. They come up with an interesting, fun way of how they're going to reveal the gender of their unborn child. Say, so they'll pop something or however, where they'll reveal whether it be a blue something or a pink something. A blue meaning it's a boy, pink meaning it's a girl. Uh, and now everyone's trying to come up with more and more elaborate ways to do these things. So you're seeing they cut into a cake. If the middle of the cake is pink, it's a, so this guy goes out to a field. I think it was in Arizona, very dry brush. And he puts a target at the end of this, you know, dry brush. And he takes a big giant gun and he shoots the target and a little puff of blue smoke comes out of target, but it also explodes to the point where it causes a brush fire that burns 75,000 acres or some crazy shit and costs millions of dollars. It was a huge fire in Arizona. Uh, he now has to pay. He paid, he's paid $250,000 to the city uh, that he did this in, and he has to pay $1,000 a month or something for the rest of his life. <laughs> so, Because he was revealing the gender of his kid and lit the entire state on fire. This fucking idiot. And he's, he could tell the guy's a bit of like a Yahoo, the way he had the fire machine gun at a thing too. I never wanted to see a kid be trans more in my life than this kid. I, I, if, this kid <laughs> if this kid grew up to be trans, it would be the greatest fuck you ever to this guy. Um, anyway, first of all, these things are ridiculous. Let's not... No more. It's not cute for anybody but the two of you who are having that baby. Nobody cares about your gender reveal. It's not interesting to anybody. I know you're going to invite people to your parties and you're going to say, we're having a gender reveal party and they're all going to be nice and say, oh, this is cute. Trust me, all of them are on their way driving to your gender reveal party saying, why 
the fuck are we going to a gender reveal party? Everybody, nobody wants to go to your gender reveal party. So don't. Nobody wants to watch your videos unless they burn down the woods. I watched this one 10 times because it was finally, it, it was like everything coming together in a good way. It was some gun nut blowing up and then it, it, it you know, it, it backfires on him literally and he, and he burns down the entire state. It was amazing. Uh, when I was, I don't even know if there was a gender reveal, like to the point where I, when I was born, I don't think you were able to even find out the, 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 the sex of your child. You just, you was dumb luck. You, you were born and that's when you real like my gender reveal from my parent, when my, I was, my agenda was revealed when I walked out my front door at like six and that's when the neighborhood is like, Oh, my, he's, it's a boy. I think. Cause I used to wear like women's pants. Um, it's a story I've told before, but anyway, uh, yeah. So the, the, the story is amazing. Look it up. It's fantastic. And if you were a gender reveal person and I know when people get married and they, they're young and they're starting a family, they think it's real important, um, to everybody, the, 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 the gender of their child. It's not. So stop, stop. Cause they're getting dangerous. Now it's getting dangerous. <laughs> Uh, it's all fun and games till so someone funny. sets Arizona all, on fire. Exactly. Till sets, yeah, you don't want that to happen. So be careful out there with your gender reveal. Actually, just stop. Isn't it. Just that the it. state you'd expect, like, firearm gender reveals that, like, I'm from Nevada. We like guns. It, it might have even been Nevada, actually. It I, 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 it it, actually, this guy, it, he was a, uh, he worked at, for, for the, for the, um, you know, the guys who protect the border, he's like border patrol. I oh, think. he's probably, it was probably Arizona then there. They roll yeah, heavy. Yeah. He there. was like a border patrol guy and it, the whole thing's just amazing. So just stop with the gender reveal parties and, and on to, uh, let's, let's on to something else. Uh, okay. Is that like the baby shower for it, millennials? I guess it is. Yeah. I guess it's a baby shower, which yeah. is another thing. Nobody cares about baby. No, like nobody. Re it's very, unless your party's going to be like part, I guess once again, now when you get, I'm going to go back to being old and parties are just no fun anymore. Parties now just become like a bunch of people standing around a kitchen talking about, I don't know, like shit that, and I always, as I drive away, boring. From, oh, it's so boring. Yeah. And I think I'm boring because I'm like, well, I didn't add anything to them. I have nothing to say. So I drive away from these parties going, man, like I, I'm not that interested in how many chicken patties you could fit on your new grill. I don't, I don't, <laughs> I wish I had strong opinions on. Bro, it's 12,000 BTUs. Oh, I, man, I've had, I had this conversation <laughs> with a guy at a party. This is a couple weeks ago. He was telling me if he turns the chicken patty sideways, he could fit eight. But if he turns them, and this, this went on, this, this went on for 20 minutes. We had this conversation and I'm like, man, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should have like stronger opinions on the size of, you know, the grill and how it happened. But all I want to talk about really is like movies. If I'll talk about movies, I'll talk about music. Does he have kids? Yeah. Which you got to do that a lot. You got to talk about the kids uh, a lot that's... and there's nothing. I, I don't have kids, so maybe it, it, that's why, but I, there's nothing I care less about than when you start talking about your kids. I just completely zone. I don't care if you're telling me your kid is is a trans kid that you gender revealed with a purple yeah. cloud with that, when yeah. you shot a machine gun at a target. I can't, I can't, I can't get into it. I can't. I, do I sound like a, a crabby? No, I, as you were saying that, I was thinking about like, as we're starting to like crisper and stuff, what if we just start having genderless babies and then when you're like 13, you just get to pick and then. Well, they, they're they already doing that. <laughs> oh no, yeah. they're already doing that. No, it's already, that, now you can't, yeah, there's no, you can't, there's no, as a matter of fact, I had to, when it's I It's like a cat, you yeah. go to spay it and you're like, oh, 
I mean neuter or what? When I voted this year, uh, just a couple weeks ago here in Los Angeles, I vote at a, at a high school, uh, element, not even a high school, it's a junior high school in my neighborhood. And so I got to walk through the halls of the junior high school, which you very rarely do. And as I, as an adult male, you should not be able to walk through the junior high school hallways. And, um, I, all the bathrooms had, uh, you could do either one guy or girl bathrooms, yeah. which is fine. I don't, in a high school? In a high school. Yeah. Ooh, which I thought was very single interesting. Single use or uh, no, multiple? No, multiple. That's interesting. Yeah, multiple. At least I think they they had a door on them, but I think they were multiple. But I thought it was, you know, because we are in Los Angeles and it is, you know, hey man, let people do what they want to do. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. I've never noticed anyone next to me at the bathroom. I don't know if I would notice if it was a guy or a girl. Like there's some hotels in New York where, you know, like these hip, the standard and stuff in New York where it's that and it has been for years and I don't even notice mm. who's next to me. Yeah, I don't, you know what, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, I feel like bathrooms should just be one big room with a bunch of stalls, maybe a couple of urinals if you're progressive yeah. and you're down to see, you know, yeah. but I mean, yeah, why, yeah, I'm down for it. Did you ever see a girl pee in a urinal? I saw that. Uh, You've done the road a lot. Oh, though. you better. Uh, this is in Atlanta. <laughs> Let me go back. I'll go to I'll give you Atlanta. We were in Atlanta. A uh, great, fun, fun city. And a buddy of mine named Corey. Let me give Corey a shout out. Corey Chaliff took me to uh, the like the party area of Atlanta, like the college party town. We're getting to Buckhead, I think it's called. And we went out to like these bars that are just packed with like college kids. And of course the bathrooms are just awful and just like shit all over the floors and not actual shit, but just like sh some actual shit, but just shit everywhere. Some piss, some Yeah, beer, everything, yeah. you name it, broken bottles, da, 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 da. And a girl was pants down backwards. Okay. So she like sits in the urinal and, and I have a picture of it. It's on my phone. Peeing in the urinal, you like you can't admit that anymore. No, 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 no. I know, I know. I didn't. I, it's but not I'll say, sexual. I'll it's say just this: for fun. I didn't yeah. take the picture. Someone okay. took the picture. I said, "Send me that picture." Me. So uh, okay, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I didn't take it. So I'm off. I'm off the hook on that one. But it was one of those. It was one of those like shot. Which is, I still sometimes when I'm doing it, I'm like, why did I do this? Because sometimes now let me just say this: I can I'm recognizable from time to time from from a lot of TV that I've done. So people will come up and go, "Hey, Chris Frangiola, love you on Chelsea Lately. Can I buy you a shot that's in a um a, a syringe? Have you ever seen those in a bar? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's in a syringe, like a, like a medical syringe, but it's a big like uh -huh. you know cartoon type syringe. And what city was this in? Or this just... is a, once again a Buckhead okay. in, in Atlanta. Okay, and they put Jello shot in oh. this syringe, and then you squeeze down on the syringes if you're giving yourself a you know what into your mouth, and and that's and as a grown man, I will sit there. And do syringe shots, and I did that in this bar and watched the girl pee in the urinal. Um, I what it's a still good time. It, I have all brothers, and I, it's still amazing to me the way who, I don't even know how girls pee. I don't. I it, like I've seen it like three times in my life, and it's just I, I I guess you don't have to sit down. Which congratulations because I look sometimes in bathrooms and I'm like mm, I can't believe a girl yeah. has to sit on that. But all girls know they don't have to sit on. Like I don't know how girls work. 
but they don't have to sit, right? They could they could figure out a way. I feel like I feel like there's a they have a little bit more of a splash zone than we do, so you stand at your own risk. Like oh, how, how okay. messy do you want your clothes to get? I don't again, I don't know. Oh, people so are probably it, gonna listen to this like shut the fuck like, up. You, you don't guys even are like know two yeah. cavemen talking. <laughs> well anyway, it, once again, here's a quite we're posing a question to you that you can write us you're, on. You're very sophisticated. You have your alcohol and syringes. Don't let anyone <laughs> I do, yes, you better believe it. Fancy syringes, they were nice. Then they could they you know, it's like a shot girl. I always feel so bad for the shot girl at the bar because that's got to be the worst gig in the world for her to walk around with like a, you know, like a bleaker tube yeah. or whatever <laughs> of, of uh, shots and nobody who's buying. And that? they have to watch people get excited every time, even though the concept is so right. Old I know. So, and unless the girl's like super hot, nobody's buying, no buying the $5 them, no. test tube shot. But anyway, but I have. I've super hot. Everyone's, everyone's buying because yeah. then you think that that's going to be, you know, you buy a shot. Next thing you know, you're dating. Yeah. Anyway, this has been fun. What are we at? 50? We're at 50. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. It's, the time flies when, when you start chatting with Alex about his weird uh, views of the world. Um, so, hey, this is going to be cover to cover. Barely making any sense. And we're going to be a little more focused as time moves on. But you know how this shit happens. You start... Like this. And then the next thing you know, in a couple of months, you have a real structured, fun way of talking. Uh, I hope I didn't get too heavy in the beginning, but sometimes, you know, this, it's a crazy world we live in, but I promise I don't care. I'm, I'm getting to the point where I don't care anymore. I'm going to walk out of the house every day going, I live in a good neighborhood and I can't let this shit bother me. It's maybe it's a bad way to be, but I, I think most people go through life that way and they, they're doing fine. I think if you didn't have fa like people before Facebook was a thing, that's just how people were. Right. So don't know. Problems don't know. aren't a new thing. We just have access to them. We now, have access. So there you go. Solve See? your own problems. What a way to end it. A philosophical way to end it by Alex. We appreciate that. Go and see Alex wherever he, whatever shithole venue he's performing at. <laughs> going up eighth, uh, probably around sometime around five midnight. Minutes, yeah. yeah, he's doing five minutes behind uh, nine of the worst comedians you've ever watched in your life. Then Alex will go up and he'll do his five. And then everyone will go commiserate and shit on the comics who've been successful in the the parking lot of whatever place they're performing. You at. remember? Yeah, it. oh yeah, yeah. It's my favorite thing to do. And then when you start making a couple of bucks. You'll actually take your what used to be doing the parking lot. Then you'll take it to like a, a late night diner, and you'll do the same shit at a late night diner. Um, and then hopefully someday do you eventually get to Swanky Bar. You get to Swanky Bar, yeah. and then once you get to Swanky Bar, then yeah, uh, you'll be. Everyone will start getting wives and girlfriends, and then you won't even do it anymore. So I, yeah. uh, you know, uh, cherish it now. Cherish yeah. it now. You'll do it just via text. Like, can you believe that fucking guy got a deal? Blah, 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 yeah. blah. So it won't, it's not as fun. So back back parking lot behind shitty venue comedy is um, Come hang out. It's We're fun. having fun. It's fun to do. It yeah. really is. As a matter of fact, come hang out. It's, I'm glad you mentioned that, Alex, because I'll be at a place called Bear Burger on Thursday, which is a club, that, not a club. It's a hamburger place in Venice that I do, and it's really fun, and it's run by some good people. And this Thursday is their final one because oh. Bear Burger is a hamburger joint in, on Main Street in Venice that has to close because the rents are so high they can no longer afford to sell hamburgers there anymore. So we'll be doing the final one on Thursday at Bear Burger with Brody Stevens, Graham Elwood, Ooh. Lori Kilmartin, Chris Frangiola, Ian Ooh. Bag, uh, and a few others. It's going to be a good show. Anyway, this, this won't be on, so it'll be done by the time you hear this. Bye-bye. Good night. Tune in next week for Cover to Cover. Thank you. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook games.